0: Those of you who have asked, why don't you come on up? So that should be uh, Ashley Nelson, Did you come and join us? And Brian, and then we have Ali Murr, are you here? What, are you just sort of waiting like for some sort of Oscar thing? You'd, could you just come? Thank you, Annette, and you're here. And uh, Caleb, why don't you come up and join us too? So I have just asked these guys to tell us when they came here, when they found a home, and what they find in that home and believe it or not, I think I was thinking through who was with us, but Ashley, you must be the longest with us. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well let's give you a mic. You tell us.
1: Fourteen is it? Thank you. Um so I never ever speak at the front. So this is testimony to Jason and Michelle that I am actually up here. So yeah, I first came to Vineyard at the Glen Gannon Hotel 14 years ago, and I had three young boys, still have three boys, who are grown up now. Marcus would have been seven, Calvin would have been four, and James would have been two, similar ages as suppose to um, Caleb and Micah and Maddie at that time. And I was a bit messed up, and um, came along to Vineyard Church. and it immediately felt like family, yeah, and a place to belong, Um, and um, it really changed my life, and testimony to Jason and Michelle, and lots of other people in the church as well, because we are one big family, and I'm not going to try to name them all, because I'll miss out people, Um, so I suppose... Um, Vineyard was where I first encountered the Holy Spirit, and as Michelle mentioned this morning, I was one of those people who cried a lot, a lot of crying, and I know now that I was experiencing God's love for me when I was crying, and a love I had never known before, so I just want to thank Jason and Michelle, um, and everyone else who that has been part of our family here. Um, it's to thank you for your, your leadership, to thank you for your, your strength and your courage for coming along to Dungannon, a place you didn't know, um, and for your faithfulness, um, and to the guidance that you've all given my boys as well, and as testimony that they're still here, 14 years on. So thank you.
0: And then just a few years later, a young whoopersnapper came walking around the corner. And we heard about him before because he used to pull a caravan up in the middle of town <laughs> along with his wife and give out free tea and coffee and tell people all about Jesus. And I remember the first time he walked in the doors of Vineyard Church, Dungallon, Mr. Brian Cummins. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> yeah, I remember it too. Um, I came in very suspicious of church and um, looking to find a hole somewhere that I could pick and argue and debate about church isn't relevant and all that kind of stuff. But um, as soon as I walked through the door, I felt at home. <laughs> so I couldn't really argue anymore, although I did for about six months. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, now it's been mighty coming here. Um, As I say, as soon as I came through the door, I thought, this is what I've always longed for. And I can't say what it was. I don't know. Well, I know it was God or the Holy Spirit. But it connected with me big time. Uh, I came, I was dragged by Diane to come here. And she said she wouldn't go if I didn't go, so I had to come. But I'm glad I did. And I think the whole Cummings clan are glad that we did. Because in those days, there was Chud. Brian Chud, and he's had such an impact on all of our kids, has been mighty, and if he was here, I'd thank him, um, so it's been really good. I have a real sense that um, it's the, what Joshua was told after Joshua died, um, there was still much land to possess, and I think there's a real thing in that for us tonight, that there's so much land, there's so many people knocking about Dungan and the area who really would love, they don't know it yet but they'd love to be here and experience what I experienced
0: 10 or years ago. Yeah, um, we could probably have lots of people up here tonight, people that came to be with us. and So we're going to fast forward, uh, and then we had Annette come. Annette, why don't you tell us when you came and how you came?
3: Whoop, whoop! Can I get a whoop, whoop? Hi Gary. It's only been five years I've been here, and yes, sure, I know it feels fifteen, but it's five. <laughs> uh, I first come here with a recommendation of a very good friend for my own mental health, to volunteer at the food bank, which was a year before I actually started coming to the church. And I only come to church because she had begged me one January to take her to the kids club. It's all your fault, sure. And so I've been coming since then. So. I want to start with a verse and this sums up what I hear Jason and Michelle talk about regular but I'm so thankful it's
4: oh we get the glasses on.
3: It's one Corinthians one twenty seven but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise and they've constantly chose to let me through the door. so I, I could name a few in particular but two occasions I'd like to speak about is four years ago and last year I genuinely can say not just as a platitude but for this church family I would not be here I wanted to commit suicide last year I prayed today certain people wouldn't leave me alone at the time I wasn't thankful sure and no, I am. I actually have, when well, the enemy tried to steal this year from me as well, at the very beginning, and something shifted, prayer, and God, and Jesus, and I'm actually looking forward to facing 2019 and living. Thank you.
0: So good. And then this big guy, <laughs> Ali has got the anointing of making you cry, all right? I don't know. I haven't read about it anywhere else, but there's, a, there's definitely a book in it somewhere. Uh, but Ali feels like he's always been here. I, always, I keep telling the same story, but it, was, it wasn't Christmas past, but the Christmas before. And I was saying to Ali, remember the other years we used to do this stuff? And Ali said, wait, I've only been here six months or so. <laughs> so I said, so he feels like family, feels like He's one of us. He certainly doesn't feel like it. He is one of us, he is very much family. So this is Ali.
5: Cheers, guys. Um, It's actually coming up on two years. The end of this month is two years that I first walked through those doors. Um, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus and didn't want to. Um, Actually, it was my wife wanted to come. I was the connection, I knew a few, few people here, and I come through those doors onto the promise I wouldn't have to come back <laughs> after that first Sunday, and uh, I don't. I think I've missed two Sundays since. So, um, just from that first day, I just felt at home, I knew Alan here, and Alison, I don't know where she is there, in the corner. Um, <coughs> I... Uh, we are going through a tough time, and just the community here, the family here in church helped us through, and I'm just so thankful to Jason, Michelle, and to everybody here. It's just a place to belong, <clears throat> even before we believe. And uh, Yeah, and uh, I started crying, as, <laughs> as you know, during the worship, and I knew it was just, I didn't know what was going on the first couple of weeks, and then it was, it was just the Holy Spirit pulling me, and pushing me, and prodding me, and poking me, and then Arnold started to do it, and Jason and Michelle, and I finally gave in, and that's been, was the best decision, I think, of my life, definitely, and um, yes, you still of your hard days, but you're never alone now, you have always the backup of the church, and Jesus, more importantly, and the Holy Spirit's always with us, and, uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody here, not just Jason and Michelle, but they started off, but everybody here is part of our family now. Cheers. Uh,
0: so good. So good. And then there was another young fellow who was with us very early on. He was in a lot of the early conversations with us, and... Uh, Good-looking fella, uh, intelligent, bright, humorous, and, uh, and and great hair. So, uh, Caleb's no longer part of our tribe, but uh, so we thought we'd give him a shot at the mic. Uh,
6: yeah. So, as Dad said, um, when I when this all started, I was six years old, and my wee brothers were three and four. So a bit nuts that we're all at uni and we're all kind of doing our own thing and this is still going. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean like that. Mean like that. Um, but this, I mean, in some ways this is like another little brother or another part of the family for us. And um, Yeah, it's incredible now that I'm 21 and I'm not as involved anymore, but just still feeling like this is so much my family and this will always so much be, you know, my church, my home church. Um, because of these two. And uh, yeah, I was just thinking in the last week or so about the fifteen years and everything and I was thinking about a lot about inheritance. Inheritance. And you know, I don't believe that whatever mum and dad leave me materially is gonna change my life. <laughs> um, unless there's some hidden gold or something like a map or something. I don't think I don't think it's gonna change my life but I can I can firmly say that VCD has changed my life and made my life so much better, and it's been the environment um, for me to grow up in. It's been incredible for my development, both in in Jesus but as a person, and um, I have all you to thank because otherwise, you know, I'd just be preaching to me and the boys, um, which they do enough. Um, but it's just incredible that. Um, all this has happened; it's incredible. And you know, I was thinking a lot about I mean, how this, um, in some ways, VCD will be my inheritance. But it's also, um, it's all our inheritance. Everything that this this church has done, um, we all get a part of that. We all get a slice of that. And it's it's all in our lives, and it's made all our lives better. And I was thinking, like, um, you know, Donegalin as a whole too is inherited this place and everything it's done. And we've injected just a little bit more Jesus into this place, a little bit more hope, uh, food. And even like you go you go further, you go to Dunkirk and you go to India and those places have inherited um, our obedience and they've inherited God's goodness through that. And um, it's just an incredible journey to be on. It's an incredible opportunity. And um, yeah, I just thank God for the opportunity. of I mean, you can thank God for the, his obedience to us and his faithfulness and all that, but it's incredible what God's allowed us to do, the opportunity that God's gave us to partner in because he never had to. You know, give us this opportunity. You didn't have to give us this opportunity to impact the world how we have. Um, And it doesn't feel big all the time, but it's huge. Um, So, yeah, thank God. I thank my parents. They've done an incredible job um, leading this place and leading us three boys. Um, I often joke, I say, like people say, we'd like to go into church. And I say, well, I'd be too good at it. So I guess I have to. But I, on, I only say that because these two have been the absolute gold standard um, for what leading looks like. The, their work-life balance is incredibly good for a job that's famously terrible, and uh, I have them to thank for so much. And I just want to thank you, you guys, everyone here, just for being family, being a, a second family. And you know, the whole like pastor's kid thing—it never, never weighed heavily on me. And I guess I've used to thank for that. Um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Such a great tribe, isn't it? Such a good place to be and such a good home to welcome others into. So I want to invite um those who are in this with us, that we're watching and learning from and leaning on, and that's the other vineyard leaders in our movement. So I'm just so proud uh, to call them friends, and um, and just so thankful that they came here tonight. Um, so when you come up, guys, and join us. So we have, I'll introduce them as they come up. We have Neil Young from Causeway Coast Vineyard. We have Andy Smith from Belfast. Andy is also the regional leader for Vineyard Ireland. Or as we call him, the bishop in vineyard circles. We have Andy Howard, Freshly, can I say Freshly? From Larne. sorry, Antrim Coast, Antrim Coast. We have Lee Paul Daniels from Carrigfergus fergus Vineyard, you'll not forget that name, I'm sure and then we have Ben. Ben's probably from the most beautiful part of the island and uh, he's an incredible guy up there in Foil Vineyard in Stroke City and uh, fantastic. These guys, you would have seen the news a couple of weeks ago, there was a bomb went off in uh, Bishop Street. you remember that? where the galleries of church is just off Bishop Street. So instead of canceling church that morning, they went to the Peace Bridge and uh, had church in the open air, worshiped Jesus, and uh, continued to love on the city and pray over the city. And uh, I believe that's no small thing. And uh, so we're just so proud of them. And uh, I'm sort of slightly biased. You can pick that up, can't you? Towards <laughs> as much time as I give everybody else. But we do love this side of the room, too. And then. Look at this outfit. huh? Huh? As you know, Gary, Gary's very intentional. Gary said to Lynn, What are we wearing tonight, darling? <laughs> Lynn said, Black. Gary said, Let's do it. And here they are. So these guys are family. Everybody knows Gary and Lynn. If you just joined us recently, you made this your home. Gary and Lynn have been with us from the very first night that we gathered in the leisure center in Dungannon, they were the first couple to stand on their feet and say, yes, they were going to be part of this unknown commodity that we were calling Vineyard Church (laughs) Dungannon. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. And so they just kept saying yes and yes.
7: So will we start with Gary and Lynn? start with you guys. So as Jason said, we had the privilege of being along in the first night, we were at a stage, and I'm a bit worried now. I could see Andy Smith over there from Belfast. We were uh, part of Belfast City Vineyard at the time, but um, we, we, to be honest with you, we spent more time in a place called Ruby Tuesdays, which was on the Lisburn Road. It was a restaurant on a Sunday morning, so we kept getting stuck in traffic. And then we, dude, our own fault, we were we were a bit lost, a bit of a mess at the time, sort of thing. So we weren't really connecting. We were in America just over 15, about 15 years, <coughs> two weeks ago. So we're, and. Um, we were sitting around a table and we were at a family wedding and somebody started talking about a vineyard starting at Dungannon and we'll I'm sure we'll go and check it out and as Jason said we went along and I remember the first thing when I walked through the door and I seen these two um, and I thought they're far too young to be doing this sort of thing. So they are so and still when you look at Michelle she hasn't changed a bit <laughs> in 15 years and, and Jason is awesome. And um, But we, we went along to those nights of visions, values, and I think a couple of extra nights pushed on, yeah. And um, I just remember the the last night of it, um, just the real presence of the Holy Spirit, and we we were sitting just, uh, just you know what it's like, just during the time of worship, just sitting soaking it up, and and Alan Scott, their sending um, pastor, had basically come over and sat down, put his arm around, and said something to me, and um, straight away I responded yes, and I had no idea what he said, and he got up and walked away, and then said, well. Should we not talk about this first? And I'm like, what do you mean? He just asked, would we commit to be a part of this? So at that point, there was no way of saying no, you know, sort of thing. But, um, guys, at that, straight away, we just felt at home. This church has loved us from the start. Our three amazing kids were all born when we were at this church, so that was a good time. Um, but yeah, we've been so blessed just how you guys have fed in to our kids. And I'm just looking at just what Caleb's standing up there saying, you know, he's twenty-one now and going six at the time, and that's around the age our Noah was, you know, when we start we start this journey. And I'm just so blown away. I'm so excited. Um, but I think just what for what's hit me, apart from all the opportunities we've got to have over these years, is just how and a number of you are probably gonna agree with us, with Jason and Michelle, what they've modeled to us. Is how quickly can you get to the point where you can say yes to Jesus. You know, they talk about, you know, maturity and maturity just being and how quick you can get to respond to your yes to Jesus. And they've just modeled that for 15 years. Um, and we have, just, we have just loved that. It's taken us a bit longer to do that. So has you know, it's a journey we're, we're still on. But we love it. But just how this place, guys, thank you so much. For those of you that invest in us, for those of you that pray for us, it's three years next week. That um, we were sent to plant um, Armagh City Vineyard, and because of, especially yeah, because of the model that we've been shown, because of what we've been you know, able we to see, do, guys, you, you get to celebrate in this. When somebody comes to faith with us, you get to celebrate, you get to win, you get to join in with that, guys. And over this past year, we've seen people come to know Jesus. We have got to see families come back together. We've got to see some parents get their kids back out of care they were in this morning. to so the work. You know, the kids coming with mommy, that, that just blows my mind, it just blows my mind guys, it really does. You know, we get to see a dad that comes in who's made a lot of mistakes and he owns up to it, he ended up in prison for a while, came out and straight away he's talking about his kids not wanting to know him, his kids hate him. Right to just a couple of months ago, he's phoning up here, I need to bring my kids a small group, is that okay? We had an age limit set but we're like, just let's scrap that, you bring your kids, this is awesome. So we're so just seeing lives change and that's just... You know, what's talked about here, some people might look at some of the stuff we do on social media and think we're just copying you. That's right. That is right. So it is one thing you learn in the vineyard. There's nothing new under the sun. What we've seen for 15 years is what we've grown up in, guys, so we're just going to keep going with it. So we are so... Um, but, guys, just Jason and Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you for continually saying yes to Jesus. Thank you for continually pushing us. The one thing you'll know, that they're not happy just to settle on themselves. They're not happy for you to settle either. So they're not there. no, God has got more for you. So if you've just recently joined, guys, just jump in. Jump in. So it is, and what I would just love to say, loving these guys, continue to support them, continue to pray for them, continue to bless them, however that looks. If you don't know how to bless them, go home and ask God and see whatever the first thing is he says to do. Just go and do it for them. If it's to bless them financially, just do it. So it is okay, because trust me, they're not in this job for the money. So they're not so, but just continue to love them and continue to honor them. So it is, but I, just as, sorry, Lynn, I was going to get to you, darling. Um, we'll see
4: how goes.
7: Lynn's spoken for the past few weeks in church, of a few <laughs> minutes to, to get going. But just as, um, as I was coming up the road today, I was just praying and saying, God, what, what have you got to say to these guys? And um, the words I was getting was blossom and flourish. Okay, and it started, just during worship, started getting this picture of um, how for 15 years, you've continually served this, this area. I'm not going to say it on Gannon, this whole area. You've continued to serve, you continue to feed in, continue to love. And it's got this picture of this big, strong oak tree just growing up. And the roots have just been going deeper and deeper and moving further and further. Caleb mentioned about Dunkirk and Indy and places like that. Man, these roots are growing far. So they are. But just had this picture of this time, this tree, just these amazing leaves just starting to come on. And it's God's goodness. But just saying, just keep doing what you're doing. You don't need to change it. But I just feel it's a real time of flourishing and blessing and favor to come.
4: Cool. And just um, on the back of that, I just was reminded of the legacy that is the 15 years. And it's not just here. Look what's going on in Canada with Will and Leanne. So this was a hothouse. We got to dream here, guys. I know you all get to dream, right? But they weren't just dreams. We actually got to put uh, legs to them. We got to act them out. We got to go and do the stuff. And I was thinking as well, Brian and Brianna and America and all of those sorts of um, guys that were part of the early church. Yesterday, I was, we were driving up the road, and I just saw this picture, and actually it was a cloud, okay, and the Lord just said this was Vineyard Church Dungannon, and out to one of the sides of the cloud was a little tiny cloud, and that was Armagh City Vineyard, okay, but what was coming off the other side were three more tiny clouds, and I just sense Jason's <laughs> getting really uncomfortable, Yeah. I just sense God's, um, that, and I don't know whether it's three church plants or ministries or what, but yeah, all right.
0: Well, just for the sake of time, we're just going to let you guys, you're all senior pastors, we're going to let you just roll with it, so whatever you want to do, I'm going to take a seat and hand it over to you guys.
8: I just have a word for, i have get 2 one for your church, if that's okay, and then one for you guys as a, a couple i intended to write it down, but I couldn't find you. This is my first time, so I'm just going to have to do it um, off the, the cuff, but really, really happy to be here. Um, so the first thing I felt God just share with me um, was just a well done for you, which is, is really general, but I felt him say what you've done um, really well these last 15 years is model kingdom community, and obviously we have heard incredible stories of that. And I had a picture of like a settlement where... And um, you'd model to the time that you're in how the heavenly community looks. You know, the lost find, the sick healed, the oppressed set free, the poor fed, and so on. And then I saw a picture of people training for war. And I felt the Lord saying, actually, there's a time now to take territory. And then your guy actually shared something about that a minute ago. And um, it's time to actually train and get ready for some of you to go and take territory in the, in the places of darkness that actually you're going to have to contend for. Um, and it's not that this is going to stop, like these guys have said, but actually there's a time to go and take some ground and extend the boundary, whether that's geographical or um, in terms of the culture. So that was the thing I felt God speak over your community. And then I have two random things for um, Michelle and Uh, Jason, and and obviously anything they get, you get to to share in, so it's really great. Um, But I had a picture of you, Jason, with a washing machine in your tummy. This is random, but I promise it it makes sense in a moment. And I had a picture, Michelle, of you uh, with a sword out your mouth. And I took time just to pray about it because I felt like, what on earth is that about? I mean, that's really random. And what I felt for you, and they go together, what I felt for you, Jason, was actually there's a churning going on. Inside of you. And I felt the Lord, the question that was going around was this. How are the, the broken made whole? I mean, really. Not just loved on, but how are the broken made whole? And there's this unsettling churning. How is the cycle of brokenness actually healed? And I felt like the Lord was putting on you an ability and, an, and, a, and a capacity and his presence and power to see uh, things that, you, that feel like you've touched on but not really seeing fruit in. Things like addiction, cycles of violence, cycles of brokenness, family breakdown, those kind of things. You've seen some fruit, but actually you're asking that question. That was the first thing. I'll come back to that in a moment. And then, Michelle, uh, I saw a sword in your mouth, and I asked the Lord, what is that about? And I felt like God was actually putting on you, and you've, you've started to do this, I think. I, I mean, I don't know you brilliantly, but um, it was to, to actually speak truth with authority, but there was a specific thing I felt the Lord actually was putting on that, and it was to do with gender and with honor. And so it's random that there's a washing machine in your tummy and a sword in your mouth because they're not what you'd expect in terms of the gender norms. And so I started to ask the Lord about that. And I felt like actually on you is something uh, for this island and for perhaps vineyard and perhaps wider than that in terms of how you model what it means to step into honor between the genders and the sexes. And I felt like what you have to do uh, uh, or what God is putting on you is to speak truth in honor. Um, and you've actually got an anointing on you to, to call out what women are supposed to be. Um, and I know you do that, but I just I feel like it's important to say that. Um, and I felt like the, the, the part that was on Jason was actually to challenge and to address the cycles of dishonor, particularly from um, men and violence that actually were causing... Um, harm between the sexes, and so uh, uh, that's that's the sense I have from the Lord. I think that can I just pray that real quick, and then I'll pass it over. But God, I just thank you for um, for that. Yeah. Holy Spirit, just you come right, powerfully, and I just pray whatever of that is a view that just hits. I ask that you would just release it from this point forward. Amen.
9: Great. Um, Hi. Uh, It's great to be here. Andrea sends her apologies, and um, she sends her love. And so we we spent a bit of time this afternoon thinking and praying through a few things for you guys in Dungana and just seeing what, what God was speaking to us about. And I know that Andrea was, was with you this week at NLC and she, she had a word for you. So it kind of ties in a bit with that. So hopefully this makes sense. So the, the passage that, that sort of came out was First Thessalonians 1, 2 to 5. And this is from the message. Every time we think of you, we thank God for you. Day and night you're in our prayers as we call to mind your work of faith, your labor of love, your patience of hope in following our master Jesus Christ before God our Father. It is clear to us, friends, that God not only loves you very much, but also has put his hand on you for something special. When the message we preached came to you, it wasn't just words. Something happened in you. The Holy Spirit put steel in your convictions. And there's lots to kind of, that you could take out of that that very short passage, but when we were thinking of it this afternoon and, and, and asking God to kind of unpack that for you guys in Dunganon, there was two things, especially. First, first thing being, God loves you guys very much. But also has put His hand on you for something special. And I think tonight, when when the guys were up sharing as as to what has happened in the last fifteen years and happened in terms of God moving lives and changing lives and 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 just reaching the community, you know, there's so many wonderful things that have happened, um, and we've heard about. Dunkirk and and further afield as well which is brilliant and many people have been blessed but we believe that God has something special set aside for you as a church moving forward into the next 15 years which we've touched on as well and we just wanted to encourage you to pursue God for that very special thing and and we feel that that's going to be very special and very unique for Dunganan as well in whatever way that takes shape and the second thing was the Holy Spirit has put steel in your convictions. That last bit in the passage, put steel in your convictions. And we felt the word steel was important within this. Um, so I needed to look up the dictionary to get definitions. So describing it, to render insensibly, insensible, inflexible, unyielding, undetermined. So I looked them up, and we felt that God was asking you as Vinyard and Ganon to move forward together as a family to pursue these four mindsets, to be insensible, to be unaffected by what's going on around you, to be focused on what God calls you to do, and not be easily distracted. Inflexible, to be uncompromising, and don't make exceptions and don't belittle things as well. Unyielding, to be insistent and be tenacious, be you, that's you guys, totally. And to be determined, devoted to full strength and, and concentrated attention. And I think, you know, when we were praying for it and, and asking God to unpack that, they were the four areas like steel is solid, but yet does so much. And I think you guys moving forward and, and where you're at now and where God's brought you to in 15 years, that's just the start, you know. There's other things out there, something special. Okay.
10: Um. Yeah, it's a dangerous thing to give 17 senior pastors a mic. <laughs> um, I, I was at Cosby probably two or three years um, just before Jason and Michelle uh, moved to plant the church, and the whole church thing was fairly new to me, and I remember thinking at the time, why would you do that? <laughs> like, why would you leave somewhere you loved, where you had friends? Um, wh- why would you do that and go somewhere new and uh, i just remember it always kind of sticking with me and, and it's just been incredible i guess to look over the years to be here tonight uh, to be here at different points over the years and see exactly why uh, and the reason is because they're obedient um, they want to follow jesus into everything that that he's calling them into and um, there's things as i've prayed for you guys over the last couple of weeks I, the first thing is personally i would just say be bold be courageous don't worry about making mistakes just go for it, honestly. Like, the worst we can do is get it wrong. We listen to Jesus' voice, we step out. Sometimes we'll get it right, sometimes we'll get it wrong. As long as our motivation was listening to his voice, we can't really mess it up that bad. And so, as individuals, I just say, just be bold and just go for it. Um, second thing that, and I felt this the other morning, I was praying and I saw a picture. And, and I felt I was to tell you as a church to go to the left. And um, I said, "Oh, well, this is how I, I talk to Jesus. I said, Lord, I don't know what way I'll be standing. So that's not overly helpful to go to the left. Is there a specific left um, that you have uh, for them? And uh, my mid-Ulster geography isn't good, but I hear him speak about Moigashill. I honestly thought that was somewhere near Portadown. And, um, but thankfully, Google Maps exists. And I looked it up and I realized, well, that's just, down the way. And um, I believe the Lord's got a harvest for you my gosh. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, uh, Joel and I came down. We got here a bit early, so we went for a drive through it. And 30 seconds, it was good. And um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just feel that the, the Lord highlighted. I asked for confirmation on it. He confirmed it through, through another way. And I just think there's something there. I don't know what it is, but I would turn up. Worst case, I'm wrong, and you've had a day out in my gas and um but I think there's something there then uh, during worship the I don't have any interpretation for this but uh, I felt the Lord speaking and he said over the next fifteen years that there's going to be a shift in how this area is made up uh, there's going to be i don't I don't quite know what that is, but I felt like there was like towns and places that have power now or places that don't have power now are going to have power and importance over the next 15 years, and that's about to shift. And so I don't know where the major employers are. I don't know where the major road networks go. I, I don't know how any of that works here, but I felt the Lord say that you're to keep an eye on that, and that there's to, there are going to be shifts. There are going to be things that look different in 15 years um, than they do now, uh, and He wants you to be positioned there as a church to be ready uh, for what that is, so... Keep going and uh, keep inspiring us and just just keep loving people and be bold. Thank you.
11: Well, it's a real joy for, for me to be here. I feel like I was in on the ground floor a little bit with Vineyard Church Tungannon. I was on the first board of trustees and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, and just uh, wow, it's been a wild right and uh, uh and i are just so proud to call you friends and proud to have just played a little bit of part in your journey um and uh i just as i was praying for you here's a couple of things i felt the lord say and right away uh, i was like lord what 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 on earth am i gonna gonna say tonight and i felt like the lord said you need to tell them they're an important church re- you're really important to what he wants to do in this region in this area and even beyond and then the second thing I I felt like I heard him say for you is right now his eye is on you and I kind of just asked the Lord I said look don't you mean your your hand is on them and I believe his hands upon you but I I felt like him say no my tell them my eye is on them and I he's watching you with delight and I feel like he's seen your sacrifice all of you he's seen the hard work he's seen the blood sweat and tears and he is bringing you guys into a new season of favor and opportunity. And, and he is just delighted with who you have become and how you have applied yourselves to the task. Um, much like some of the other guys, I feel like there's a new role for you in this geographical region as a church. And it has to do with relationships with the churches in Dungannon and surrounding Areas and uh, maybe you've felt like it, it's been awkward in the past in terms of relationships with churches and church leaders, um, but I feel like this new season is a season of warmth where you guys are the glue, and He's going to bring a lot of healing in relationships between other churches. And I don't think that this is something you guys have to go out and start a big all church or all city church prayer meeting or anything like that. The posture I I, I felt him asking you guys to have is like welcoming open arms, even to some churches that maybe um, you haven't felt welcomed by in the past. It's been hard. Um, And I just was reminded, John Wimber used to say all the time uh, back in the day, your brother is never your enemy, even when he acts like it. And I feel like there's going to be some healing, and you guys as a community are going to be the glue and you're going to play like an apostolic role in this geographical region and there's some things um, uh, that are have are kind of been broken in this geographical region um, that needs the whole church like in unity functioning well and you guys are gonna be like ground zero for that and catalysts for that so I felt like that was hugely uh, exciting um, uh, and much like some of the other guys I feel like there's other places around this island that need what you have and I felt like I saw your prayers I noticed your prayer room up over there Uh, I felt like I saw your prayers from Vineyard Church Dungannon and then maybe some people starting to go across the border to Athlone and maybe that's a church plant or maybe that's just prayers and going there I think there is something for you in that town so Um, I would encourage you to go. I would encourage you just to begin to pray. I believe the Lord is going to break your heart for that place. And then lastly, um, I think you guys have a really unique frequency. Like, you guys are a really unique church, and I mean that in the best possible sense. I don't mean that mean and derogatory in any way at all. But you have your own sound. You have your own frequency, and the Lord has given that to you. Uh, And I feel like at times maybe you've felt like, can anyone hear our frequency? And I just had a picture of people all over this community, like this is going to be a season where they're, they're like, you know, we used to do tuning in the dial radio. We used to do that, right? Uh, If you're as old as me and um, like people are doing that right now and they're about to come on to your frequency and it's going to be just the the sound they've longed for all their lives. And then I also saw people all over Ireland and all over the, the UK and Europe and the world. Like leaders they're gonna turn into your frequency and they're gonna to want to come here to get what you have so be prepared to welcome people here to then be sent back to where they are and it's all about your unique sound or frequency that the Lord has given you so um, uh, uh, we're gonna pray for you in a second but I just, uh, just want to say to you Jason and Michelle it's I'm just incredibly proud to call you guys friends Harmony and I love you very much you've done an amazing job and it is just a thrill for me to be here with you tonight. So we've got one more.
12: So um, I had other plans this evening. Uh, but um, my other plans fell through. So I thought, what else am I going to do this evening? So here I am. And, um, and I had absolutely no idea that we were going to be doing this tonight. So. Um, I've kind of been stood there at the end of the line, so I've had the most amount of time to be thinking about this, and deep in prayers, you've probably been watching me, so here's what I've got. I, too, was at Causeway Coast Vineyard for a time, and uh, we were there for a couple of years, and we, we went there to serve the church and be part of an incredible community there, but we also went there because we sensed like God was calling us to plant a church. This is Chantelle myself. And uh, during that time, uh, we just heard of this couple, Jason and Michelle. They had once been a part of Colrain community, and uh, they had planted one of the first vineyard churches. Really, oh, would it be the fourth vineyard in Ireland? Yes. And uh, and like you've got to know that I'd never met these guys before, but Jason is infamous in Colrain still. And and the number of people that told me about this guy Jason they're saying, he is the most unlikely person to ever go and plant a church. That's totally true. So many people, Pavey and the rest of the guys, Ali Hutch, they, they, that's what they would tell me. And so it gave me great hope. I thought, goodness, if this guy, Jason, who I've never met before can go plant a church, well, any old Tom, Dick and Harry can go do it. So, uh, so there you go. And as I was thinking about this story, I actually think there's someone in the room Tonight, and you're going to go and plant a church. There's at least one person or couple here and uh, God has that for you. Uh, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing, I looked at your shoes and uh, often the Lord speaks to me through what a person's wearing. And I'm sure you guys will know that these guys are, they've got an interesting dress sense. Is that fair to say? Like I know I don't have much to talk about because I'm the most boring looking next wearing kind of person, but they're quite interesting and they're trying to stay young and, and all the rest, but, <laughs> but they've got these shoes on and you've got to see them. If you just, when we go for dinner, just look at their feet, they're interesting. And what what struck me about them, they're like old golf shoes, <laughs> especially yours. I mean, <laughs> they're like the old traditional kind of golf shoes. All you got to have, you've not got spikes on underneath, have you? And I'm thinking, God, that's just weird. What? But I really was drawn to them. And this is, uh, I'm thinking, God, what is it? What is it you're saying? And I really thought, oh, well, I think I was 18. 18. I'm thinking, oh, that's really interesting. What does that mean? And, uh, and then it was when you'd said, Lynn, about the three, I think there's something significant in these next three years. Between the 15 that you are now and over the next three years, and that the Lord's calling you to greater acceleration You're going to see uh, a lot of reaping. Boy, you have sown really, really, really hard in your community. Uh, Your generosity every single Christmas just blows us away as we hear the stories of how much you give away. And it's time to really reap that. I think the next three years is going to look really, really significant for you. And uh, and for you, Jason, you're wearing some interesting socks as well. Um, (laughs) It's got these really nice anchors. On the, on the socks, and I, I, I do sense like the Lord has travel very much in this next season for you, places uh, that God has put on your heart over the years, people of obscurity in places of obscurity, and uh, and I think in this next while, the Lord's going to just open up those doors. So, there you go. <laughs> so, I
0: would... Um When you stand, we're going to finish off the worship, and then we're going to invite you around tables, and then just connect with each other, Uh, eat together as long as you stay as long as you can. Please do stay for some food. Uh, Don't take it as an opportunity for that transition period to go home. Um, So I thought, why don't we just sort of seal up what God has spoken over us as a church, whatever God gives to Michelle and I as leaders of the church is actually, it goes wide to you, Okay. So we're not we're not the one-man show or the two-man show here. And you guys know that. We're in it together. It's a community of faith. And so I'm going to ask Andy as uh, our bishop for Vineyard Churches in Ireland. who oversees the region. He does it faithfully. He does it well. He does it with great integrity. And a man who carries the presence of Jesus and harmony everywhere they go. So there's an anointing on him. Um, yeah, there's a father's anointing on him. So he's going to come and pray over... Us as a community of faith, and uh, and then we're going to lead into, to worship and just in thankfulness respond to all the Lord has done over the last 15 years. We're just so thankful for all that He's done, and we're so uh, excited in anticipation for all that He has yet to do in this community of faith and uh, this family that He's brought us together. You up for that? Good, Andy. Would you pray?
11: A father in heaven, we are grateful for this beautiful church and the many, many lives that have been put back together and restored and uh, the salvations that we've seen, the, the amazing healings and just outrageous generosity to some of the most vulnerable people in this town and the surrounding areas. And um, Lord, you have caused your kingdom to break out in this community through this church and we pray for more. I pray for every person here and every person who's a part of this beautiful church and I ask for your holy spirit to fall afresh. Just as I'm praying, Lord, I just I just feel led that you would you'd call out the prophets. That this would be a house of prophecy. Just as they've done something prophetic in the community by modeling out the kingdom, I pray that you would uh, lay your prophetic spirit on to men and women and children gathered here tonight, and represented by people gathered here tonight. Lord, let the prophets come forth. We pray for favor upon Dungannon Vineyard over the next fifteen years and beyond. Lord, would there be outrageous legacy built? More salvations, more community and city transformation. May they grow large, but may they grow deep. So we, as the the Vineyard Movement, we put our blessing, our yes and amen upon all of you. And we say, run, 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 run in the power of the Spirit. Carry the kingdom and carry the joy and presence of Jesus and proclaim his gospel and his life, death, and resurrection to this entire geographical area. We bless you in Jesus' name.